0: the last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah at the bottom of he Amud Bet. It's telling us one more Humra that Rumah has over Kodesh, that Kodesh, we believe on the actual jugs that they that they were done and they were kept bit Anything that was brought in from Mudi'in and closer to Yerushalayim So that's about 15 mil. Uh, outside of Yerushalayim, anything brought from there we believe that is Tahor, we believe the Ama'aret uh, that it's Tahor, but uh, after that we don't believe him. And by Teruma, we don't believe at all. And the Gemara starts at the bottom of Kafi'a Mudbet, two lines from the bottom where it says Gemara, Tana, Modi'im, the city of Modi'im, Kalifnim, sometimes it's inside, sometimes it's outside. Ketzad, What exactly are we talking about? So you have a pot maker who left Yerushalayim. He gets the modi'in. And the haver is coming from outside. And he's coming uh, towards Yerushalayim. And he stops in modi'in. So they meet in modi'in. That's caliphate. That's considered inside. If they're both coming towards Yerushalayim. Or if both of them are leaving then Modi'in is considered, Kelahot is considered outside of, uh, of that 15 meal. And the idea is very simple, because if they're going towards Jerusalem, just wait another couple of feet, leave Modi'in, get towards Jerusalem, and you can buy it with Noshelot. And if you're leaving, well, why didn't you buy until now? Obviously, uh, you didn't need, so now that you're in Modi'in, it doesn't count. So we can be mahmir and say that modi'in is considered outside. And Now we also have a mishnah like that, that uh, modi'in sometimes out, sometimes in. A a pot maker who sells pots, he entered from closer than modi'in. It's because he entered past modi'in, closer to Yerushalayim. Ha Gufa, what do you understand about the city of modi'in itself? we don't believe him. However, look at the Sefa, If he walks out in on if you walk out of Modi'in towards outside, now you're 16 mil away from Ishalaim, then you're not believed. Ha Modiain Gufa. itself, So now you have the Derejah saying one thing, Sefa saying another thing. El Allah Sramin Iraqi say that it all depends on the case if the Kadar is leaving Yerushalayim and the Haver is coming in and they meet in Modi'in okay they're both considered as inside and the second case where it's not considered inside if they're both going in both going out as we explained before now we're going to bring a bright touch and explain what the Mishnah was talking about Tana those pot makers we only believe them when it comes to thin clay pots thin clay cups things like that the explanation of what a thin cup is if you carry them with one hand even if they're a little bit big and you can't carry it with one hand is also we believe them it's also considered a thin uh, keli and Amar Shlakish like lo shanu elar ekanin. This if they're empty, abal meleim. If they're filled with uh, liquid that does not have kodesh in it, lo. V'Ribio Hanan meleim, even if they're full. V'afilu apikustol detochol, even if you have your hat, which is could be tame midras inside that keli you're believed on tarat of the keli Be and rava Sad, even when Hanan the keli, but he does he does hold that the, the liquid that's inside that keli is tameh. Not the keli, but the liquid inside. And don't, uh, don't, don't ask questions, how is that possible? If you have a jug, which is made of metal, that's full of liquid, it's tightly sealed. It's an oil lamet and still... Lagin the the pot or the, uh, the barrel whatever it is is tamei for seven days umashkin and the liquid that's inside is tahor so you see it is possible and by the way there's a rabbi Hananel over here who says it's not rabbi Hanan who agrees it's actually resh Lakish who admits that the the keli is Tameh and the liquid inside is tahor and ayin sham now the next mishnah again another Humrah the Terumah has over kodesh tax collectors that are they walk into a house they want to take a collateral until the person pays the actual tax money or thieves they stole something they brought back uh, let's say earthenware uh, jugs that they stole when it comes to Kodesh, we believe them to say that we didn't touch whatever is inside of them however we don't believe them when it comes to the and we believe the pot makers on Kodesh, and during the the holiday time, we even believe them when it comes to terumah because everyone is considered a haver when it comes to the holiday. And the Gemara starts with the question: Or minui? We have a brayta that says the exact opposite: Hagabain, tax collectors, shenichnasu letoh walk in the house, Habait, the entire house is tame. all the kelim. Are tame. The gabaim walked in. These are They touch this. They touch that. The whole house is tame. Now here we're telling you that it's uh, that they're believed. So which one is it? So like says, the gemara says Lakashia hadi The mishnah taarot is if they brought a goy with them. If they brought a goy with them, then we can't believe them to say we didn't touch. We didn't touch because they probably did a very very good job. When there's a goy with them, he's watching to make sure they did a good job. And our Mishnah, when do we believe them, is when there's no Goy with them. So, okay, they touch this, they touch that, and uh, okay, then they move away. And then they could tell, we believe them, when they say, we didn't touch this, we didn't touch that. Interestingly enough, uh, Rabbi Hanel explains the exact opposite. When the, the Goy is with them, they only touch what they're supposed to touch. They don't uh, overstep their boundary. But when a Goy is not with them, then they touch everything. And the Rambam holds like Rabbi Yehuda and, and I guess depending on the situation, and the Gemara proves its point. And if there's a goy with them, We believe them to say they didn't go into the house. But they're not believed to say that we walked in, and but we didn't touch anything. Now they're going to ask vechiika So what? Let's say there's a goy. Uh, why are they not believed? What's the difference? So Rabbi Yehuda and they explain, one of them said, because the Goy is with them, and they're scared, and this way they check the entire house, that they're scared of the government, that meaning they're scared that this guy is going to go tell the king, he's going to go tell uh, the his boss, that these Jews are not doing a good job, and my, what's the difference between what Rabbi Yohanan said, and what Rabbi Lazar said, or what's the difference between these two reasons, the difference would be is, she no hashu. If there's a goy that's not important. If he's not important, they're not scared of him. However, we are, we're always worried that uh, he might go tell the king, so depending on the situation. So they might not be fear, but they definitely he could go uh, tattle on them. And we learned in the Mishnah thieves that return back what they stole, we believe them to say, We didn't touch this, we didn't touch that. And the G'mah has a problem, or I meaning we have a bright that says, The only places that is Tameh is wherever they walked. Wherever they walked is Tameh, it doesn't make a difference what they said. They say, we look at the footsteps, if that's where they walked, it's Tameh. We don't trust what they have to say. Here in our Mishnah we're saying, we do trust what they have to say. So the G'mah explains, mishemeh deraba explains, our Mishnah is talking about they did Teshuvah and they cannot I mean pay attention look at the Diyuk in the Mishnah they katanesh ta'kelim that they did Teshuvah they brought everything back okay so in that type of case we could believe that uh, but I guess the B'raita was talking about a situation where they were caught or we, just, we see the footsteps Shm'amina u'birushalayim ne'emanin ala Kodesh in Yerushalayim Amir HaTotar even believed on Kodesh and the Gemara brings the B'raita to explain the Mishnah tana. Nemanin al gassin la kodesh in Yerushalayim, Sot are believed on thick earthenware jugs for kodesh. and why is that? She'en We don't make big ovens, big furnaces that make these thick jugs in Yerushalayim. It makes smoke all over the place. It ruins the houses and that's why they have to bring it from far places so all these small jugs which you need a lot of so we gave you 15 meal that's all the way to modi'in but thicker jugs which they only need in the beta mikdash then those you could just make a few of them and you did not a big deal and that's why we only we could get in Yerushalayim. and that's why we only trust Amir, what in Yerushalayim, about it not outside and now we learned to the Mishnah Bishahata Regel we even believe Ami Ratzot Afala Truma Where do we know this from? Amar Biyoshar Ben Levi. Amar Kirad. The pasuk says VeYasef Kol La'ir Ki Ish Haverim. Everyone gathered together Haverim, friends. Hakatu Vasaan Kulan Haverim. The pasuk made everyone Haverim, and the idea is we don't want to embarrass anyone. Or like the Rambam says that uh, everyone is made to hear themselves before the Regal. And that's why everyone has a chizkat, kashrut. Now the next Mishnah is just goes right in. ha A person opened this barrel in Yerushalayim during the holiday. Or if a person started uh, kneading a dough on the holiday where everyone is tahor and amirat, so touched it. And now the holiday finished. What do you do with that open barrel? What do you do with that uh, dough that hasn't been baked yet? The question is, are they or not? Or once they're tahor, they're tahor. So Rabbi Yehuda allows you to finish and then sell everything as if it was tahor. But Lo you're not allowed to finish. And the real mahlukit is, do we allow something to end because of its beginning or not? Rabbi Uda says, if we don't let you finish the job, then you're never going to start the job. And Hakamim say: we're not worried about that. Because a person could always say, hey, don't touch the wine, I'll give you a cup on the side, finish it uh, by yourself. And you, you can always control the situation. That's the to be and hachamim. And the Quran starts, Yativ Rabbi Ami, ve ribid zhaq nafha kil'ad ribid zhaq Ribi ami and ribid zhaq were sitting on ribid zhaq porch. Patahad ve'amar, one of them asked a the question. According to Hachamim, who didn't allow you finish the job after the holiday, Are you allowed to leave that barrel that was touched by Amar Sot on Sukkot? Are you allowed to leave it for Pesach, for example? And amali Dach and the other rabbi told him, Yada, call me machine, But every Amar is touching it. And you're telling me, leave it the entire time until the next holiday? but the person answering the question answered back up until now wasn't everyone touching in? still we said it was Tahor on the holiday so the other one answered back what are you comparing up until now the tumah of Amaritz on the holiday Hashem said it was Mutar remember everyone's haverim but now once the holiday finished it is teme'ahi. So what your Baitsam doing is bringing something tame to to the holiday and trying to make it Tahor. So that's my that's where the question's coming from. So the Gemara asks, Nema <laughs> maybe this between Ribi Ami and, and Ribi Hakah and Nafha, if you're allowed to leave it till next holiday, maybe it's a mahlokitanaim the tani hada. Because one Mishnah uh, said, "Yani Haina, al hair, one Mishnah said, Leave it till next holiday. We have another Bright that says, Do not leave it for next holiday. My love, Tanae, aren't we saying it, that this is exactly the Mahloket of the Tanaim? No, that's not the Mahloket. Ha, the Katanae, the Braita, the first one that said, Leave it till next holiday. That's a view our Mishnah who holds that you to finish after the holiday. The second one that said, you're not allowed to leave it till next holiday. You always say it's Rabbanan, who say you're not allowed to finish. But the Gemara doesn't like that, because V'tizbira, how could you say that? Ha, Didn't say you could finish, meaning it sounds like right away. But to leave it till next holiday, maybe Rabbi didn't agree with that. Ela you have to say, the Bratad says, Don't leave it till next holiday. Maybe that's Rabbi Uda and the first the says you could leave it till next one is rabbanan they all not allowed to finish it okay don't finish it but maybe you're allowed to leave it till next holiday and next holiday finish it and when Rabbi Uda said umay when he said what does that mean he just meant you don't have to leave it till next holiday just get rid of it finish it as fast as possible now here's something fascinating the meiri has a different salvi uh, here. And the Meiri says, Have ha, Rabbi Yehuda. they're both Rabbi Huda. and the one that says leave it, that's just being nice to you, that's uh, that's leaving it to the holiday season, so leave it from Sukkot to Pesach, because Pesach people like to buy wine, for example, people need oil, and uh, you want people to, to buy it for more, so we're just trying to help you out with good business advice. And Rabbanan are the ones who don't allow you to leave it till next holiday. And interestingly enough, the Rambam is posaic like this, so it could be there was some sort of girsa that we don't know about. Now the next Mishnah tells us, Mishavah wants the holiday past. Remember, there was a lot of people in the Beit HaMikdash area, a lot of so they came, they worked there, they touched, they touched this. So Mishavah wants the holiday past. M'abirin al azara. Once the holiday passed, Mavirin now Mavirin can mean a whole bunch of things. We have Pirushta, Mavirin means we move everything to go get it dipped in the or we just call out all the Qanim, come and do it. Or Mavirin means we push away any other mitzvah and we come to do this. Or Mavirin as an ovela siatan, meaning the first mitzvah that we're supposed to do is make everything that was in the bet and Bigdash Tahor. And if Avar HaRegel, if the holiday finished Leom on a Friday. They wouldn't uh, clean up, they wouldn't be able to air everything on Friday because of Kavod Shabbat, the Kohanim have to go home, take care of the Shabbat situation. Even if it ended on a th- 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 Wednesday night, Thursday, still, the Kohanim are not available to do this Tahara process, so let's keep it till Sunday. And the Gemara starts Tana. The reason they couldn't get Kohanim to come help with the Tahara even on a Thursday is because there was so much ashes on the Mizbeh from all the Korbanot during the holiday. They were busy taking out the ashes. They wouldn't have time to do the Tahara of all the Kelim. And the idea is because taking out the deshin has to be outside of Mahane Israel, so it's pretty far. And again, this is only if uh, the holiday ends on a Wednesday night, Thursday night, because there's not enough time. But if it's any other day of the week, let's say the holiday ends on a Sunday night, then they would have enough time to first be metheir everything, and then they could take out the ashes a day or two later. The next Mishnah: Ketzat Ma'birin Atarat Azara, How would they meet the hair of the Azarah? Ma'birin the Kelim they would dip The Omrim Lahem and they would tell the Kohanim the Amelar had on the holiday: Hizaharu be careful! Sheloti Geul Shulhan, Do not touch the Shulhan. Because the Shulchan, we cannot be uh, metaher Because it has to be bread on the tamid, lechem tamid. And therefore, you can't move the bread and then go take it to the mikveh. It has to stay there. So nobody touched that mikveh. Only the the Quranim who are known, the haverim. And the Meiri explains, no, they would just uh, let that one go. So if anyone touched that Shulchan, they would tell the Quranim who are metahir, the, the Bet mikdash not to touch the Shulchan. Uh, all the kelim in the mikdash had uh, backups, backups to those backups. If the first kelim became Tameya they would bring the, the substitute, they bring the backup, or the backup to the backup. All kelim ba te'onin all the Kelim and the Mikdash would need the tevilah after the holiday because of tumataregal Remember, Amir HaTzot came in, they touched this, they uh, touched that. Chutzmeh Mizbacha Zav except the Mizbacha Ketoret, which was inside the Echal, or Mizbacha and the, the Copper Mizbacha, which is outside. Because it says aseli. they're like the, the land, they're like the earth, something that's connected to the earth. Does not need a mikveh, it never becomes tameh. That's the very ability. The real reason is because they're coded, and the Gemara will explain what they mean. And the Gemara starts Tana. When we warn the Kohanim, not to touch the Shulchan, they would also, they really. They, they would want them not to touch the menorah also the shulchan and the menorah Betana didan, and our mishnah might why didn't he mention the word menorah he would tell you because shulchan ketiv betamid menorah lo ketiv betamid the shulchan has to have burn it at all times the menorah doesn't have to be there at all times and uh, Tosfot says yes you're right that middle candle was always lit but that was just a miracle it wasn't, uh, it wasn't because it was a mitzvah veidach and the Tanav Brayta, what does he do? Because it says the menorah has to be opposite the Shulhan, it's as if it says Tamid, meaning they have to have the same rules, they have to be the same, they have to be across each other at all times. Vaydach and Tanav Mishnah will tell you, I know that just to tell you where to put it, it has to be across the Shulhan, but doesn't mean that it has to always be there. Now the Gemara doesn't understand why are we so worried about the Shulhan becoming Tameh. Typically, we should just say the reason that you don't need to dip that uh, table is because the Khliya it's a, it's, a kli'a, it's it's a wood vessel that is meant to just stay in one place any wood furniture any wood vessel that's meant to just stay in one place and not move is not my reason to me because the whole idea the whole concept of Tuma has to, the Kelly the has to be like a sock and the Ma Sak Mital the same way a sack can be moved when it's full, when it's empty, kol Mital Malebere kam. Same thing, any vessel that can be moved there when it's full, when it's empty, then it's Mekabel Tuma. Now this table is not meant to be moved, it's meant to, to stay in the Beta Migdash in the, in the Mishkan and not move forever. So the Gemara explains, It does move when it's full and empty. What does the pasuk mean? And one pasuk says there has to be bread at all times, and it says that the Allah shulchan Tahor. What does the shulchan hatahor mean? Michlal shehu tameh. It means that at some point it can become tameh ve'amai. How can it be mekabel tumah? Isn't it the kelia It's a wood vessel that's meant to stay in one place? It doesn't make mekabel tumah. And Tosfor explains, yes, they moved it around in, uh, during the Mishkan from place to place, but it, that's because the Mishkan was moving, not because it is meant to, to be moved. Ela, rather, you have to say that this pasuk is melamed. It's teaching us that the Kohanim would pick up the table on the holidays, and they would show it to all those who came to the Beit Hamikdash. They would show the apanim, and they would tell them. Come see how much Hakadosh Baruch Hu loves you. Meaning, it, this has been baked a week ago, and still Siluko kesiduro. When they take it off, it's still like when they put it on. There's a big miracle with Kesiduro kach Siluko. The way they made it, the same way when they take it off. Meaning, it was hot. It was fresh. It was warm the day it was taken off. And since on the holidays they pick it up and show it to everyone, it's considered a movable object. Now, the Gemara asks a different question. And why don't we just say that the Shuhans a beltum A, Mishum Tzipui, because it was coated with gold around it, and now it becomes a metal kili, a metal vessel is make a A, that Nana Vedul Paki a table or a foldable chair that were broken and they're not Mikabel to anymore, or Shahipan Beshaish, or you took a table or a chair and you coated it with marble, now there became a stone keli that does not be Mekabel However, Ma'an. However, hat kosot, but still there is a place on this table or a chair, a small area that was not coated, a small area that wasn't broken that you could put it, it cups over there, then it's uh, still mekabel te'umah, it's tameh. Rebib Da'omer has to be a little bit bigger than that. Me'koman has to be able to put bread, meat on it. So why say that this table is a table, it's a wood, it doesn't move, say that it's been coated, like we have in this uh, Mishnah, and uh, say that it's mekabel te'umah. V'chitim if you want to say that Pshaniat says chitim the hashive maybe at says chitim that all the kelim and the betim das were made of that that they're hashuv the hashive with lo batle and they're not mivatel to the coat that you put around them. Okay, Hani halish lakishe makes sense according to lakishe the amar lakishe said loshanu the only time we said that a coat is mivatel it makes the 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 wood not count. That's ella bichli. That's a not important uh, wood. if it's a keli from masmim, uh, it's it's an important hashuv wood. lobatle, it doesn't get negated from the coding. Okay, makes sense according to Resh Lakish. El Rabbi Hanan de Amara masmim He holds that even if klaim uh, masmim, which is hashuv that gets coded, it's also that it gets negated. What are you going to say? And if you want to say, there's a difference between a coat that lasts and a coat that doesn't last. Meaning, you want to say that uh, that Mishnah with the table and the leather chair, it has a good coating that lasts, and the Shulhana Panim, it has a coating that doesn't last. Well, Haba Reshlakish, Rabbi but Lakish already asked from Rabbi Yohanan, do we have to worry that? The marble negates the word omed or in a coating that lasts or a coating that doesn't last even. And another question is Bezav or Are we talking about a coating that covers the rim of the table or the chair? Or even if it doesn't cover the rim of the table or chair, the omed, doesn't make a difference if the coating could last or not, I don't care if it covers the rim, and I don't care if it doesn't cover the rim, at all points, Rabbi Hanan holds that the coating negates the wood. So the question really is, according to Rabbi Hanan, why don't we say that the table is mekabel tumah because of the coating around it makes it, A metal Kelly, and we'll start right here. Baruch Hashem, Le'olam, Amen, Ve'amen.